So it is a big day, I guess, for Canada-U.S. relations, the everyday person, certainly my folks who uh, like to go across the border to Buffalo, you know, take day trips for some cross-border shopping. A lot of people seem to have the same idea, varying degrees of trip distance and length, obviously. But here to talk about the way things are going forward, I guess, the, the new normal, as we keep hearing, is John Percy, president of Destination Niagara USA. Uh, John, thank you very much for joining us today. Pleasure to be with you. Thank you. This must be, I mean, this is a day that you've waited for, certainly everyone has waited for, for close to two years now. How are you feeling? Great. I mean, I think, you know, it's such welcome news the last couple of weeks, you know, when we first found out it would be early November and, and more specifically November 8th. And here we are. And um, so it's welcome news for our county, our, our destination, our partners more specifically, who, you know, are, are financially impacted to the positive um, by this audience. And when I say audience, it, to us, it's really friends and neighbors, you know, separated by a gorge. I mean, it truly is a neighborhood for us, not even an international border. I think a lot of times we treat it so much like a neighborhood because uh, it truly is like that, you know, our true friends and, and neighbors to the north. Certainly, uh, that is the case literally, too. There's a lot of familial relations. Uh, you know, we've mm. spoken in the news over the years to engaged couples uh, who live across the border. So it's more than just shopping today. It's, it's almost like a, a reconnection. Very much. I mean, I had a staff member um, uh, who married uh, a, a man from Toronto a few years back and uh, finally got over here in the past year. It took him a couple of years wow. um, to, you know, get going through the green card process and finally got through that. Um, so it, you are so right. We don't realize how much of that uh, takes place. And, and, you know, I was I saw it firsthand. And um, so a lot of those relationships have been impacted by this. Uh, so severely. And, and that is, you know, just welcome. And I've already heard this morning, the lineups, you know, not just here, but many borders across my friend and colleague up in Thousand Islands said there's a seven hour wait getting across the border already. Um, so it, I didn't realize we didn't know what it would be like. Is there such pent up demand um, that there would be floodgates or is this going to trickle in? Um, and already hearing uh, from my flash notifications on my phone, that there's backups at the border as well here uh, across our many bridges. Um, so that pent up demand is there, uh, whether it's, you know, families or um, people that, you know, whatever, I, whatever reason there is <laughs> that pent up demand and a floodgate uh, that is occurring today for sure. Obviously a big part of that reason is shopping. And uh, I think we all sort of knew before this happened, how big of a role uh, the dollars that Canadian shoppers bring across the border plays in the local economy there. But I don't think we realize just how much. How much, right. Can you talk about some of the economic I can, and it's nice. I have a little snippet of research, and I'm glad I have that because I've been able to speak to it the last um, you know, few months mm -hmm. uh, and even all through during this time. But in 2019, um, we get international data on Visa credit cards. It's called Visa View. Uh, it's a view into international spend on, on a Visa credit card by the Visa credit card company. Canada is our number one international market, of course. Uh, in 2019, they spent $59 million on goods uh, here in Niagara County alone, just on that one form of payment. I don't have a full research picture to show what others spend, but if that's one form of payment, there are a multitude of, of payment. Um, that can be made cash, other credit card companies, debit cards, et cetera. And so when you really, if that's $59 million just on one form of payment, 
we are well over $100 million in expenditures here on goods and services in Niagara County alone. And most of that takes place at our outlet mall. We have the number one shopping destination uh, in Western New York. Uh, Fashion Outlets is number one. Walden Gallery is number two. I remember that from previous research pre-COVID. Um, so we do have that number one location. And so those people uh, have open arms today, welcoming those license plates back into uh, the parking lots, especially going into the holiday season. What an ideal time uh, to kick this off in early November. You're listening to Global News Radio. We are speaking with John Percy with Destination Niagara about the reopening of the land border. John, again, on the topic of shopping, a lot of people going across and they want to know, are there deals to be found? Not just, you know, in buying items, but maybe even accommodations for the local tourism. Very much. And, you know, um, I think there will be deals to be had, of course. I mean, um, and again, hopefully these stores, you know, are not backlogged. I know what you've seen in the press nationally and internationally is, is a backlog of getting goods into stores. And so uh, I hope our stores have been able to get around that backlog and get products into the shelves and into the stores here um, for this, you know, um, additional market. It was always there, but now uh, it's truly an addition after being gone almost two years. Um, so I, I hope that's the case. I know there's, I've been out there, there's sales for sure. Um, but let's hopefully there's enough goods uh, in the stores uh, to um, welcome these people back. I think people will be happy just getting across the border and, and, and getting away for a day or whatever it may be, regardless of the deals. Well, and I, you're so right. And I think Canadians are very much like Europeans is that they have a propensity to travel and, and go quickly and, 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 and really explore. And so that's why we love that marketplace. You know, Americans sometimes can be hesitant on their travel um, or their travel plans or that reactionary travel or revenge travel. Uh, for sure, that's being called revenge travel. I think Canadians have a, a higher propensity uh, to travel and make quicker decisions. So uh, we're happy about that because that marketplace is uh, it's very open uh, and very open to travel. And, and we are here to accept every dollar they want to spend in our community for sure. Before I move on to my next point, I, I do want to go back over that uh, that phrase revenge travel. I've never heard that before. What is that? Well, and it's a term that's come up in the last, you know, sort of 18 months is that we've all been, you know, um, quarantined in our homes. We've been, you know, locked down um, and sort of is that revenge travel, like hell with it. I'm going to travel uh, regardless. And I'm excited about travel. And I it's sort of that revenge against a pandemic that we've all had to deal with. I mean, I, I've never seen tourism um impacted so greatly. I've been around a long time and have seen tourism impacted by 9-11 and other um, viruses, not as large as this. Um, economic downturn of 2008 to 2010, many, many different um, situations and scenarios. This one, of course, impacted the world and shut down the world. And um, so it is that revenge, getting revenge back on a pandemic that locked us down for far too long. Uh, and so we, we love our revenge travel for sure. Yeah, I'm not a vengeful person. I'm not someone who encourages vengeance, but in this case, I think... Uh, not me too. I'm with you as well. I, <laughs> I think it's, I, yeah, it's, it's a negative term, but in this one, it's almost welcomed. For uh, Canadians who plan on crossing the border into Niagara in the coming days, what can they expect in terms of uh, 
um, COVID-19 protocols? Uh, is, is it masking inside just like it is here? What, what do people have to-, uh, to it, uh, the, the CDC guidelines here, even in our own building here at the visitor center, we have a sign up that if you are vaccinated, you are welcome uh, to go without a mask. And it's like that in our shopping centers. It's like that in our restaurants that if you, it's almost an honor system that if you have been vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask, but uh, you know, we welcome anybody that does because everybody's on uh, varying degrees with this or varying st various stages of their acceptance of this pandemic and the virus. But if you are unvaccinated, you do have to wear a mask. And, and that's what our signage here in our building uh, is. And that's the guidelines across New York state. Uh, is that if you are unvaccinated, we encourage or, or we really expect you to do wear a mask uh, if you enter into an indoor space. But it is all on the honor system. Correct. Because there's no way to really, we, you know, we're not checking vaccination cards at the door. Um, you know, there's no time to do that or having that staff available to even do that. On the topic of pandemic restrictions, one last thing I wanted to ask you about is that we've got a bit of a unique situation for Canadian travelers going across and coming back and that we've got to have a negative test within 72 hours to come back into Canada. And there's a lot of people looking at that because getting one of those tests can be quite expensive. There are a lot of people who are looking at it and saying, it's just not worth it. I'm not going long enough to justify that expense. Uh, are you among those lobbying the Canadian government to reconsider that one? Um, we are working alongside our um, uh, legislative body here, uh, our federal legislative body, our Congressman Brian Higgins, um, has been lobbying uh, hard uh, to have those restrictions reduced. We work closely. I'm on the board of U.S. Travel Association. It's our national um, travel trade association that promotes travel to the U.S. Um, I'm on their board and, and heavy, heavily engaged in their lobbying efforts. And so we are involved in that respect and behind uh, as a larger voice for all of us that we are encouraging that. Um, every restriction that we can get diminished helps, again, alleviate those burdens or obstacles to travel. Uh, and we want to make this a, as easy uh, and, um, and make it open as, as possible for our Canadian friends and neighbors to travel to us. Uh, so we are in that process of, of making sure that some of those restrictions can be alleviated as we move on. And I think that's what we're seeing across everything that's happened is once we see our numbers drop and so forth, restrictions seem to ease up and, and hopefully that will happen. All right. So certainly some, some kinks to still work out in the process. That's John Percy with Destination Niagara. Big day today. I know you're going to be pretty busy today, John. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Mark. Pleasure. Thank you.